What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hello and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kate Alwell. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for Liz Kelly. We miss you, Liz. Um, and my name is Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with... Some big relationship news. There's a lot. Um, Coyote Ugly, 22 years later. Wow. And, I know. And Balsamic Vinegar <laughs> LaCroix? It's a range. It's always a range here on Tea Time. Sure. Uh, it's going to get weird. That's fine. Right at the top, let's check in with some big relationship news. This was a busy week in terms of mm-hmm. breakups. And we had and, a lot of like last yeah. minute ads. A lot of things today, <laughs> yesterday, breakups, makeups, marriages. Amelia, it's please kick true. us off. It's true. One of the big, I guess, I saw this last night and I was like, what? Um, Sources say that Britney Spears and her fiance, Sam Asghari, are going to marry today, Thursday. Yeah. That is Um, huge. It's huge. And I don't think anyone from her family is invited for good reasoning, um, except for her brother, Brian, might be there. Yeah, I saw. I did see. I think that her older brother, Brian, is there. Well, that's good. But, yeah. Makes sense. So I think they're getting married yeah. in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. And uh, apparently she'll don a dress by Versace. So ooh, that's, ex- that's cool. Oh, do we I'm think they'll do any that. sort of like, yeah. you know, Us Magazine spread or like, oh, do we think we'll get question. the inside look or do we think we'll just get like Instagram photos and paparazzi photos? <laughs> that's a good question. Any I, predictions? I feel like, I feel like it's just going to be Instagram. Like I feel like she's still does not have like a great relationship with the tabloids mm-hmm. sure. to the, and like 
it really enjoys her own Instagram feed. Yeah, so like, exactly. She seems to still have some distance and like be enjoying like her own ownership of all of her content. So yeah, I agree. That seems yeah, like the vibe. Exactly. Exactly. But well, I guess we'll them. see. Yeah. So that's Indeed. great. Indeed. Happy she's and happy. Sadder <laughs> news. Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan have broken up after a year of dating. Sources say that he was ready to get more serious and mm. she kind of was still... You know, I mean, she's young. She's only 25. He's 35. It kind of like makes sense that he was probably, they're just in different stages in their life. Um, Mm -hmm. What's funny though, is that like neither of them have really said anything public about it. And they're like both, I feel like notoriously private people, Mm -hmm. but both of Lori Harvey's parents have had um, comments. So freaking up. That's annoying. That's not what you want as a daughter. Of course, Her, Steve Harvey was going to comment. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got on his radio show. Oh, my God. It's like, yep, they're broken up. You know, I'm I'm Team Lori. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, really? And, <laughs> and he's like, still like Michael B. Jordan, though. Good guy. And it's like, okay, thanks. And then All her right. mom posted in like this is kind of like you know not it's not definitively about them but her mom posted a clip on her instagram story of jennifer lewis saying you sit and shit too long it stops smelling so come the fuck out of there it's a little hostile yeah yeah like not like definitively about that but like also timing you know yeah. So I don't know if there was like, like whether it is or not, you know, that people are going to take it that way, you know? So like, yeah, either way, it's yeah, like exactly. an intentional. Yeah. And comment it's like, you're of some the sort. Harveys. You've been famous long enough to right. understand that. How this works. People, yeah. Yeah. So oh best God. of luck to both of them. I'm curious to see who they will get together with next. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Michael Jordan. People really, really love him. Like I, I'm <laughs> curious to see how his like single era goes over yeah. with the internet oh, at wow. large. Yeah. Because you know? people really act out sometimes <laughs> in relation <laughs> to Michael B. Jordan in a great yeah. way. But like people act out different. in relation to Lori Harvey. Yeah. That's Her abs, true. the whole abs thing. I know. The, yeah. Crazy. Wow. You're yeah. right. That you know, the world is their oyster, honestly. The options are <laughs> limitless. No, truly. Truly. I love it. That's Amelia. Funny. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sad news for all you WAG fans out there and Shakira fans because Shakira and her, I guess, partner, um, Gerard Piquet, who is a Spanish soccer player, confirmed their split with a statement. And, you know, they are parents to two sons, Milan and Sasha. And, you know, I was Googling Shakira the other day and I accidentally put in S-H-A-R-K-I-R-A. And I was like, you know what? That should have been her name in Zootopia. Like, you know, when shark she played the, gaz- <laughs> the gazelle, she should have played a shark. Because wow. it would have like fit perfectly. Huge right? missed opportunity. Wow. Yes. Really yeah. missed opportunity there. Yeah. So. Maybe for the sequel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk to somebody. They can make it happen. Okay. And there uh, were there were cheating rumors there, right? Or something? Yes. Well, there were yeah. cheating rumors that, of course, he is the one that cheated on her. Which Who cheats on Shakira? I know. Insane. Exactly. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Men. But wow. um, he's handsome, too. So, I mean, whatever. But, yeah. it's. <laughs> and I guess they were, like, at a soccer game. They were at, like, their kids' soccer game together. Like, yeah, the day after like the a oh. So, you know. Sure, no, I mean, well. probably some hard feelings, but limited would- <laughs> hard feelings in public. Anyway. <laughs> There you go. All right. Also in, uh, I guess, international relationship news. basically like a royal wedding. It is. The Sun <laughs> is reporting that Rita Ora is set to marry Taika Waititi mm. in an intimate ceremony Ugh. after getting engaged 
with an A-list London celebration to follow. However, oh. I have to, I missed the most important part of this headline, which is they started it out with for richer or a poorer. <laughs> that is so <laughs> 10 good. out of 10. It's so good. That was uh, the sun. Yes, that was the sun. I'm so and shocked it wasn't the Daily Mail. So. I know. The I, Daily Mail was probably like, damn it. Damn it. They are. They're pissed. I know. They can't believe they didn't get that one. Uh, but yeah, Tyga and Rita, you guys, they're locking it down, supposedly. I really hope they don't do an intimate ceremony. I would love to know, know. everything about it, actually, yeah. and see lots of pictures and lots of messy celebrities. Maybe Seems like a parade. Would be a really fun Fun thing party like they seem like the type yeah. to throw just like a really fun chaotic wedding that's um, so funny have like and tessa also, thompson officiate right? i don't know and they yeah. also have such a range of famous friends where it's yeah. like a list all the way to like z list <laughs> you know like there's you get the full <laughs> spectrum of celebrity like at this wedding and it's true i need to see all of it and like, wasn't like detail. rita or just a host for like the voice uk yeah or she's something. on the voice australia um, oh, even better. That's even like more even, right. So he's got like the A list. She has a couple A list friends. You know, she's yeah. popular in the UK, but he has like some prestige people. You know, she's got her like reality TV. Like, there's just an incredible range of people that surround them, and wow. I just need to see all of them at this wedding. So I need them to give us details, and I know that yeah. they won't. They probably will a little bit, but I want. You don't I, think this so? is what I want. Like the Vogue Insider look at. You know, <laughs> I don't know. At least a Vogue wedding spread ish. Right? I feel like he's been more and, public with yeah, this, though. With her, yeah. That's true. That's true. It'll at least be, like, all over Instagram. Uh, yeah. And that kind of thing. So, I guess we'll see. But that was exciting to me. Yeah. I'm honestly in on them. We were, like, iffy sure, on them. Why not? We make fun of Rita in an affectionate way. But they're just, like, they just seem fun. They seem like a fun hang. And they're obviously yeah. like committed to each other. And Honestly, like he deserves to be made fun of, too. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm happy for them. They remind me kind of like, do you remember when Joe Manganiello got together with um, Sophia Vergara? And it was yeah. like, oh, that's going to be a fun summer fling. And then yeah. now they're married. They've been married for years. Yeah, yeah. happily, too. Exactly. Right. So, exactly. So you never good know. For them. Whatever. Go Love off. It. Love is real. It's true. It's oh, true. Um, you know what else is real? <laughs> Children. Children are real. And I, I each week, I, I think that it's going to be the last. This Nick is Cannon like three weeks update. in a row now, I think. I know. It's the most cursed, one of our more cursed streaks, to be honest with you. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. Please yes, continue. It really is. Um, so the update is, is that Nick Cannon went on a podcast called the lip service podcast and teased that he has three kids on the way. And we don't know if he was joking or not, but I think he was being serious because he was like, the stork is on its way. And you know what? We literally just learned that he was considering getting a vasectomy, but now it turns out he's, he did the opposite. (laughs) He did the complete opposite. And if you recall, here are all his children. He has a pair of boy girl twins named Monroe and Moroccan with Mariah Carey. He has two kids, a boy named Golden Sagan. I don't know if he meant to say Saigon, but it's Sagan. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and a girl, powerful queen with Brittany Bell, who is a model. He has twin sons, Zion, Maxilidian, and Zillion Air. I love that one. Um, with DJ Abby De La Rosa. He has a seventh child, Zen, uh, who tragically passed away from cancer at five months. And um, he was with uh, model Alyssa Scott. He is currently expecting a baby boy with model Brie Taisi, who is also the ex-wife of um, disgraced football player, Johnny Manziel. 
Wow. And yeah. And now Nick is expecting his ninth child, allegedly, uh, with Abby De La Rosa, even though right. she didn't confirm who the father is. But I mean, I mean, come between, on. yeah. Wow. <laughs> First of all, the English language is going to run out of letters. Like <laughs> I, some of those. Wow. Uh, the name choices are quite something. I just, you know, I worry that like he's turning this into his brand. Like we're well, part of the problem. Is, and did you see the aviation gin commercial? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds like made this commercial with him where he's like, so, I just, he's like playing on this thing and it's like, he's just going to keep having babies now. Cause that's the only time we're talking about him and yeah. it's, true. it's us. It's our fault. And yet here we are. It's a vicious cycle. It uh, is a vicious cycle. But it is also. Oh, sorry. Go. We just have too many people on this planet. Please we stop. Do, I he's like single-handedly has like the biggest carbon footprint out here, honestly. <laughs> like and three more this it's, year. It's wild. It's 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 like gone beyond a joke. Now it's like this isn't funny anymore. Nick, right. you really you someone stop. needs to tie him down and snip him because <laughs> oh my it's, god. It's too much. And then, okay, also, he revealed in the interview in this podcast, he said his therapist, who's smart, said maybe try some celibacy. But instead, he got depressed with the loss of his son, which, which I is mean, tragic. Of which course. is absolutely yes. tragic. And I, I guess however you want to deal with that. But I think there are healthier ways. Anyway, he said, so in December 2021, the thing is, everybody saw I was so down. So everybody was like, let's give him a little vagina and that's going to cure it all. Um, yeah. one, that is absolutely nasty that you're referring to women <laughs> as a single body part. OK, sir, you're literally just a walking penis to women now because they know that they can get impregnated and Yikes. have you pay so a lot of money um, for their children. But. I oh. just, I need this to stop. I think we all need this to stop. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone too far. It's gone too far. We have to, we have to veto any more Nick Cannon content. He it's, could have triplets think, yeah. tomorrow, and I think we have to just call it. <laughs> we have to stop perceiving him and his children. Uh, I'm over it. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. this has to be it. We have to end it. All right. Last thing in relationship news. This happened like 20 minutes ago. Ending uh, on a positive note. Ending on a positive note. Uh, Rebel Wilson, whose movie we just watched on Netflix, and uh, Amelia came out as a fan of hers. And now on Rebel the right Wilson, side of history, on the right yeah, side of history. Right. As, and Don't you unfortunately, it. I'm being swayed on principle because Rebel Wilson just came out with a girlfriend. She is dating Ramona Agruma. She posted an Instagram mm-hmm. today and said she had been looking for her Disney prince, but it turns out what she needed was a Disney princess. Uh, Ramona Agruma is a uh, founder of like a sustainable clothing brand. It's pretty cute. It's like little sweatsuits and stuff with like lemons yeah. on them. It's fun. Oh, cute. Um, oh. And actually, it turns out we just haven't been paying attention as a society <laughs> because they have been going to events together for like a really long time. They were at the oh. Vandy Fair Oscar party together in March. They looked incredible. They went well, it was together. probably like a thing where it was like Rebel Wilson and her good girlfriend. Her, <laughs> right. Her close personal friend who she lives with, her roommate. <laughs> yeah, they were at like uh, they were in Park City, Utah together in April. They've been at events. They were at the Super Bowl together. And yeah, I guess people just like either didn't didn't get the read or just didn't mm. care. Or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I like to think I'm pretty dialed in on the side of Hollywood. <laughs> I know. Um, but I had no idea. So uh, happy for her. I ha- We have to stand. Again, as is mm-hmm. my principal, quite honestly. Uh, they look great together. Just like some blonde bombshells in this picture. I love it. And cool. yeah, she seems she seems very happy. You know, she has like, quote unquote, her like friend in People magazine being like, you know, they were set up by a friend and they're both really happy Aww. in a good place. So that's nice. That's Cute. great. Yeah. Love it. Happy that news. Great. To great for finish them. off that 
chaotic category. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is going to be equally chaotic. Uh, this is not worth the tea and this week in social media. And it's a light category, but I have some some side notes and things I would like to dive into here. First of all, Lizzo is on TikTok being incredible, as she always is. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I want to say Lizzo is so dialed into the exact same things that we're dialed into. I love it. Like, we're on amazing. the same TikTok algorithms as Lizzo. We are reading the same page six articles. It makes me feel, like, so much better about myself yes. that me and Lizzo are consuming the ta- same trash on, Honestly, like, a daily basis. <laughs> Lizzo is an honorary, uh, like, teabagger or whatever. Um, she is. She just but, doesn't know it. <laughs> yes. So exactly. she does these TikToks where she, like, checks in with pop culture news, which, like, huh, what a novel idea. (laughs) Someone should do that for 45 minutes once a week. Um, And she, first of all, was like, I'm on Miles Teller TikTok. You guys asked me if I was on Miles Teller TikTok. She was like, I wasn't. And then the next day I got on Miles Teller TikTok and like, now I get it. So she's right there with us. Um, But the thing I wanted to talk about is she didn't even say what this was about. She's just running like lightning round, running through topics. And she goes, I don't know who lied to that poor boy, but we all know he was not the front man. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly about Liam Payne and his One Direction comments. Obviously, (sighs) Lizzo like is friends with Harry, very much Team Harry. uh, But I mean, I just loved it. I love that she knew she didn't need to be like Mm -hmm. Liam Payne. Stop talking. She just was like, "Right, here's my take. Moving on." She's so good at TikTok. She's just so fun. She's really funny, and also I just I I want to visualize her I, in her in my mind she's like a huge 1d stand like she she knows who the she lead singers were and like yeah. has all this background information information so she's like you know what we all know that he was not no. the front mm-hmm. man and she's i have out there evidence. like pressing play on what makes exactly. you beautiful and she's like please <laughs> exactly. liam fuck out exactly. yeah she would know she probably was a directioner i don't know that i have ever I seen her like it. talk about it but she her again like her brain is so in line with so many things but like i just feel she probably that, has mm-hmm. like a 1d stand burner account yes. somewhere exactly exactly kaya what's the next uh, topic? casting news this week this has been there's been a race a race to win the madonna biopic yes and though. yeah this week julia garner came out victorious um she her. has been asked i know good for her so she's been asked to play Madonna in the forthcoming Madonna biopic. And she beat out Florence Pugh, wow. Alexa Demi. Oh, where wow. is it? Alexa oh, Demi? Alexa Demi probably knew Madonna back when she, oh, yeah. Yeah. Started, she was probably so. hanging out with her. <laughs> yeah. Like at Studio she was before. She was actually yeah. in the biopic, exactly. so she couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like this is going to be too uh, confusing. Right. Um, BB Rexa. Which okay, and uh, Sky Ferreira, which you know. Okay, oh. honestly, <laughs> uh, not much competition for <laughs> Julia Garner past, here. Like, Florence Pugh, yeah, which who yeah, doesn't like, true. who does not resemble Madonna? To no, be fair. yeah, no, it's that is true. She so, kind of had it in the bag. Hmm. I yeah. guess you're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause like I didn't like I didn't get it. And then I saw like all the pictures of them together mm-hmm. with their both like short curly hair. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah, I see it. I see it. So yeah. I don't know if she can like dance or sing. We've never yeah. really like seen her in that type of role. No. It the seems most- like from those options, maybe they were trying to decide like what to focus on. Cause like yeah. if you're considering BB Rex and Sky Ferreira, like obviously they can sing and dance and have like the performance quality, but then like maybe can't act. But then, like, we don't know if Julia Garner has, like, the musical abilities. So maybe they were just, like, deciding, like, what yeah, to sacrifice. Yeah, well, it's, like, with Coyote you know? Ugly, which we're going to talk right. about in a second. It's, like, do we get Piper Parabo, who can act but cannot sing? Yeah. Or do we layer in Leon Rhymes over her? Right. 
And also, sure. like, I, we've been saying this for a while, I think, but like, go back to just lip syncing. Like, Julie Garner, you don't need to yeah. sing to Madonna. No. You know, yeah. like, it's it's fine. We don't have to do this. We don't no have to one's teach actors think to less sing. of you if you do not sing. Yeah. Actually, we'll think highly of you because you know your right. limits. Yeah, exactly. 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 She'll be good. I, I think she was, I mean, people have been tweeting pictures of her and Madonna for like a year, She's over a good. year now. Like, oh. love her in Ozark. Mm-hmm. She was the best thing about inventing Anna, which right. was a <laughs> trash television show. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm optimistic about that. Um, Me too. Amelia, hit us with yes. the next one. So apparently Procter & Gamble, which is a brand, uh, which owns the uh, tampon brand Tampax, is now blaming Amy Schumer for a national tampon shortage because she's been starring in these ads aimed at normalizing conversations about menstruation uh, that have been around, I guess, since July of 2020. And the company spokesperson named Sherry McMaster talked to Time magazine and she said retail sales growth has exploded because of Amy. Like, this is just it's amazing. Uh, People are so I'm sorry. Yes. I just, I'm just very confused. Why are people buying more tampons? Because Amy Schumer is talking about. Well, see, they don't, she, this woman doesn't give any examples. She's just like, oh my God, people love Amy Schumer. So they're buying tampons now. But page I can, six. I can tell you from personal experience. <laughs> that, you bought less because Amy <laughs> no. Well, it's right, just like it's, tampons are kind of like one of those things where you right, don't really it's need not, to be swayed. It's not a luxury good. Like it's. You either need them or you don't. Right. Exactly. Well, and then I'm I'm reading this article, I guess, from the New York Post, page six, um, saying that COVID-19 pandemic kind of made all these resources that make tampons. Uh, what? It's supply chain issues. Demand. It's like freaking everything exactly. else. It's like, yeah, supply chain. And then not wow. only that, but it's like, you know, they're also getting like other tampon brands that aren't Tampax are also facing a shortage. So it's like, it so isn't just, just Tampax. Like, no, I don't, what? You're right. It's I, Amy it's, Schumer. It's definitely just Amy Schumer. I just love that that's the logical conclusion. I know. Wow. And I don't know. So there, I don't know. I don't, it's so weird that they're just hopping on the Amy Schumer bandwagon. Like, why? I don't, and, and also, I only saw like one of these commercials like once. So it's like, I, what? It just oh, doesn't, it doesn't make just, any sense. I just, I haven't watched any of the commercials, but I just scrolled down oh, no. the New York Post uh, article and there mm-hmm. is, apparently they, the commercials show her demonstrating how to use a tampon on a jelly donut. Okay. So oh, again, like, I just don't know that that would be the okay. thing that's like, I've been no. a pads user for 27 years, but now I'm going to make the switch because Amy Schumer showed me how to do it. Well, yeah, Come exactly. On. I mean, and they're... With a jelly donut. Come on. With a jelly donut. That is too much. That's too much. No. It's just, I don't need Amy Schumer sticking a tampon in a freaking jelly donut. I just, no. (laughs) No. No, 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 thank you. All right. That was, that was fascinating. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for bringing that to my attention, though. Anytime. Incredible. Um, All right. Sort of two semi-related topics here. One of which I forgot to warn Amelia about. So you can ruminate on this while I'm uh, talking to the first, the first element you of it. You want to relive my trauma? Fine. No, I'm I do. Actually, I do. Um, okay. So the actual news item is that Kristen Stewart is producing a queer paranormal reality TV show. Ooh, wow. with, I love it. Uh, CJ Romero and like the team behind Queer Eye. 
They oh. She posted a video and said, I'm scarily excited to announce that I'm teaming <laughs> up with Scout, the producers of Queer Eye, Legendary, and the Hype, on the gayest, funnest, most titillating queer ghost hunting show ever. It's like, how many options are there? You know, like, <laughs> low bar. Uh, we need to find the most incredible LGBTQ+, ghost hunters, paranormal specialists, mediums, psychics, and investigators. Which okay. actually, probably, if you're like, I don't, the percentage of psychics and mediums who are LGBTQ+, plus is probably pretty high. So, like, <laughs> uh, you probably have a decent pool to choose from here. But I just, I just can't with these shows. I'm sorry. It's... it's kind of wild yeah i i, I mean and i feel didn't know like this is never actually going to get made <laughs> no, it's never i don't gonna either go and also like chris stewart like why are you doing this does she have like some sort of yeah. incredible interest in the the paranormal that i don't know about like i need to know more about why she's involved yeah. in this like this feels to me like demi lovato's like ghost right. hunting oh show which is like we're also never going or alien hunting sorry excuse me yeah, how dare you right <laughs> yeah that'll it'll never and also also like that was like a passion project i'm like does kristen stewart have a passion for for paranormal investigation that i don't know about i just i need to know and also like then the, like, there's a the twilight of it all it's like like do you believe in vampires for real? Like, well, how far does it go? You know, like, oh, I just have a lot of questions. A vampire uh, hunting show. For Kristen Stewart on her paranormal beliefs. However, relatedly, mm. Amelia, if you would like to share, you don't have to. But oh, I, no. you add up uh, what you believe to be a paranormal experience this past I, week. And I would listen, love for you to tell us about it. Believe. Tr- yes, it happened. Um, Literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. This will be quick. But OK, so. I'm at my parents' house right now. It gets really hot in the summers here in Minnesota. So in my bedroom, for some reason, it's always been like really hot. And we have air conditioning, but it just gets so freaking hot that I stick to the sheets. And sometimes I have to go down in the basement and sleep. So this happened a few nights ago. I went down to the basement, you know, thinking it's I'm good. This is fine. It was about 3 a.m. because I had been stuck to my sheets for like five (laughs) hours. Um, And I went downstairs I put my pillow down, my blanket. I fell asleep, or at least I thought I fell asleep. And you know when you're in that really kind of hazy, am mm-hmm. I asleep? Am I awake? It could be both kind of situation going on. I swear to God, I am not. I know I sound crazy. My dad was like, were, were, had you been smoking? And I was like, no. Um, and I swear to God, I saw freaking Marilyn Monroe and she was there in her like seven year itch dress. It wasn't the dress that, you know, Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala or whatever. Uh It was the seven year itch dress and she was there with the hair and everything. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, and I also got like sleep paralysis at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, don't worry. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. I'm sorry. And I was just like, get me out of here. And then I summoned like my own inner power to rise up and freaking run out of the basement only to go back to my really sweltering hot room. But I so I shared this on Instagram and my friend commented. She was like, you know that the witching hour is between three and four. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, fuck me. My (laughs) God. And then I realized uh, from reading like a bunch of um, like BuzzFeed, like I was visited by a ghost article. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Straight to the primary source. I love (laughs) it. Exactly. Sourcing the people um, Mm -hmm. that people who have encountered ghosts as well have also had sleep paralysis. Mm. Like that's a common thing. 
So I'm mm. just, I don't, why she would visit me, I, I don't know. Maybe she sees me as like a safe person. I, I would hope so. I don't know. I mean, Maybe that might she's be like, giving myself a little Thank you so credit. much for defending me and my dress against Kim Kardashian <laughs> yeah. on your podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> thank exactly. you for your service. Uh, thank you and, for protecting my honor. Yeah. Right. So I wow. was, and then I was texting my friend and I was like, oh my God, I should go back downstairs and do this again, you know, you to see her again. I know that's, I think I might do it this week. And he said, don't do it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just try a seance. And he was like, that's how every single movie of The Conjuring starts out. I <laughs> want you to know Monroe. this. <laughs> yeah, she was a friendly apparition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get, like, see, foreboding vibes. Too. Yeah, exactly. So was she, was she was in like full color, right? Yeah. It wasn't like black and white. No, she was in color. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Also, like, what if you have like sleep paralysis and your sleep paralysis demon just looks like Marilyn Monroe? Oh I just want to throw it out there. Wait, that's not good. I mean, of all not the sleep good. paralysis demons to have, like, you could do worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just true. thinking well, about it. True. And ghosts. That's like, true. you could pick a much, much less uh, attractive <laughs> ghost. So, like, honestly, good job on all counts. <laughs> Great Please stuff. keep us posted yes. if you go back we'll down do. there. Please do yeah, it again. We'll do. You got it for science and for Kristen Stewart. You have to do it again. So you, you owe her. I love Kristen. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right, let's get into cringe mode. Liz is gone this week and next week. And Kaya's filling in. And we were trying to think of like, we solicited some suggestions from Instagram. Thank you, Amelia, mm-hmm. for prompting that. And thank you to everyone Anytime. who sent in suggestions. Yes. Uh, and we were kind of just running through the things that people suggested. And we talked last week about Rock of Ages and Jillian Huff and like her, you know, small town girl moves to the big city with dreams and falls into like some sort of performance art based venue. Yep. And... uh 
two of the suggestions that people had on Instagram were kind of along those lines. Coyote Ugly was one of them and Burlesque was also one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those star like famous blondes who are supposedly like small town girls. Have you guys to big not city. done Burlesque yet? No, I've been campaigning for burlesque. I'll do it. We can forever. do it next week. Whatever. I love burlesque. We may do burlesque. Have you have you seen burlesque, Kaya? I have not. No. Guys, it's really fun. I it's, love Cher. So. Yeah, it's really oh, fun. That's a good one. Liz will be pissed because it's a Stanley Tucci movie and she loves the Tucci. Oh, However, then we can save it. We can save it. Snooze you lose, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> we may do it, we may not. But I was like, let's just do like a little mini series of like, I like small that. town yeah. blonde. Tries Smart. to make it big. <laughs> um, so uh, we did Coyote Ugly. It came out in 2000. A couple years ago, there was a big thing in 2020 about its 20-year uh, anniversary. The Ringer published a piece with Kate Lloyd of like an oral history called Do We Serve Water in This Bar? An Oral History of oh, Coyote Ugly. What? Uh, highly recommend. Very fun God, piece. I feel like there's always... Uh, the Ringer always has some freaking article and then I'm like, oh, we do? What? <laughs> some freaking article. <laughs> it's true. We do. The Ringer covers everything and it's always great. So Coyote Ugly uh, stars Piper Perabo. She plays Violet. She's like a you know, wannabe songwriter who moves to the big city. Kaya, I know you're going to get into this, but she's from Jersey and she just like drives to New York and acts like it's this huge move. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not. Uh, but she moves to New York City, tries to make it as a songwriter, ultimately is just running into obstacles, takes a mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. Uh, at a bar called Coyote Ugly where the, the bartenders are all women and they're kind of aggressive and like sexual and like jump on the bar and dance and like throw water on men. And it's um, just like a kind of a wild environment. And, you know, they break her out of her shell and she meets a guy and she becomes a successful songwriter and, you know, makes up with her dad and all of the stuff. What did I miss? Anything big? No, that's kind of basic. Kind of. That's, In a good yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. It's objectively pretty it's a good, good movie. I would say. And definitely yeah, like fun. a cult classic. But mm-hmm. it was one of those where I was watching it and I've seen it a bunch, but I was I was expecting it to be worse than it was. And then as I was watching it, I was like, honestly, like pretty solid across the board. We have way more highlights than lowlights. Yeah. Um, so, Kaya, you want to get into it? Yeah. So, going back to that uh, oral history reference, I like skimmed that last night and like, a lot of like good little nuggets in there, which is mm-hmm. that so this movie is based on a GQ article that was written by Elizabeth mm. Gilbert, who later went on to write Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, really, it's just the range. It's, I mean, I feel like, well, and then because. Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert used to work at one of these like types of bars. I think mm-hmm. it was also called Coyote Ugly. So yeah, this woman has had a lot of life experiences and also cool. really profited from those life experiences. So good for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Um, Amelia, yeah, hit it. I, I would also say there are some truly impressive bartending skills going on here. Uh, it looks like everyone is doing their own stunts. Who, who knows? But um. They're flipping around those heavy bottles of liquor and they're just pouring them out really quick. It's just, it's impressive. I couldn't do it. So, um, good yeah, job, everyone. Yeah. A lot. I think they said in the oral history that they just like trained all the time for like that and like the dancing <gasps> yeah. in the bar and I that kind of thing, which to. is impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that I could do it though, you know? Oh, <laughs> like, God, how hard can yeah, it be? Sure. Which I'm sure incredibly hard, but they make <laughs> it look easy. <laughs> yes. And that is what you want. Yes. Uh, from your actors. Um, yes. I would also say Violet's songs. Uh, Violet is the lead character played by Piper Parabo, and sh- they are freaking good pop songs. She was singing to the one, her love interest, and it, the song was like, I think it might have been called Baby or the Right Kind of Wrong, or at least that's what she was singing. And, and I was like, can we get more of that song too? Because that song is a good song. I thought it was catchy. And then, of course, 
Can't Fight the Moonlight uh, is a, just a legit banger. Oh my yeah. God, it's so good. Yeah, Really good. Great soundtrack uh, yeah. in this movie. Just, just like 10 out of 10. Like every yes. single song that played, I was like, oh, that's good. Yes. Ooh, and I love this good. Is, this is the second week in a row that we've encountered Pour Some Sugar on Me. When they introduce you to, you know, she walks into the bar. She's like, you know, can I get a job here? She's like, you're on. And she's encountering these women, uh, formidable women, pouring mm-hmm. shots and doing flips and, you know, on the bar <laughs> and stuff like that. And yeah, and Pour Some Sugar on Me is playing. And again, it's like, it's like, it just hits in Rock of Ages. It hits here. It's hard <laughs> it to beat. Does. Just as a soundtrack. It's true. Um, and that whole intro bar scene is iconic. This is my other highlight. I is, know. They're just some great, in, like, it's such a good character and like, venue introduction she you know lil is the bartender played by maria bello and she is she's introducing violet she's like where are you from and violet's like i'm from jersey and my name's violet and she's like you're a kindergarten you look like a kindergarten teacher like the guys are gonna love you so she's like you know this is jersey she just left the convent um she like it's like i love your top and then she immediately tears the arms off and tears the bottom off so it's a crop top just love great it. She's got um, upper or she's got arm strength for sure. She does. They all for look sure. great. They, they do. do. And the clothes also like you could buy every outfit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. On Shein right yeah. now. Like, it's, again, it's just like Seriously. that classic like 2000s club <gasps> outfits that are so in yep. right now. And then when she's talking, you know, she's introducing the other girls. And for the one who that has, I think it's Bridget Moynihan has like anger issues. She's like, she just cut that guy's ponytail off. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like little nuggets of like, it just serves as like a really quick and like really entertaining introduction to all of them. Um, and it's just really great. Just an obligatory note, there's a makeover shopping montage in this movie. Mm, and right. I love it. It's fun. Immediately and if a movie's at like a six and then you throw in like a makeover scene, 100%. that's a seven. We're in. We're in. <laughs> it's uh, true. And it also just like, again, it like has cute little lines. Like she's shopping with this, you know, ditzy blonde and she's showing her this pair of leather pants with a zipper in the crotch. And Violet's like, who would wear those? And the girl's like, I have them in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Which so yeah, just like fun little zingers, like, you know, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it's and, quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really fun. And then my other highlight is Kevin, played by Adam Garcia, is the love interest. We'll get into some of his lowlights and sort of the movie's general lowlights in terms of like relationships between men and women. Um, yeah. But he's cute. He's a solid love interest. Like no complaints, really, yeah. uh, when it comes to like him and his vibes. I think the Australian accent really helps. Yeah. You know, it's That's like... a good point. Yeah. It carries... It's hot. Again, like if he's a six and he has the Australian accent, like... Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> immediately bumps him up. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And also, did you notice he was the love interest for Lindsay Lohan in the teenage drama queen movie? Or, or maybe he was no, he wasn't the love interest. No, he was he's the, the star. He's the singer. Yeah, which is kind of a love interest. Like, yeah, you know, it sh- second, he should have been the love interest. Right. Yeah. I know. I which again was also like a little bit like he has some like problematic energy in that movie too. Which he's supposed <laughs> to. He's supposed to. But I'm like, just give him an unproblematic role. He's cute. He does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. He does. There you go. I know, we have, we've watched a lot of these movies where we're like, them. yeah, Whatever where we're like, the guy sucks. I, you know, I looked yeah. at his IMDb and he's done a lot of like a lot of stuff, but none of it anything, mm, you know, like one true. of those. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, at least he's booked. Busy. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. He's working. He's working. Good for him. Let's get into some lowlights. Like I mentioned, Kevin has his moments as not great. Some things that I probably wouldn't have added in if we were making this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they first meet, she yeah. is kind of like swindled. They both are kind of duped by a guy who's like trying to mess with Violet. And he tells her that Kevin is uh, owns the club and can like get her music played. But then Kevin like goes along with it because he wants to have coffee with her. And it's like, no, like, first of all, like, 
tell her who you are. Like, please don't lie to her and make her think that you, it's not your fault, but like, don't go along with it. Second of all, then he follows her through the streets of New York as she's leaving for a long time, like a half hour. Like, and that's not, I don't care how cute you are, how many jokes you're making. Like you like can't do It's her first night in New York, man. Literally. She just moved here. You just met. You just lied who you are about who you are. And now you're literally are following her for a half hour through the streets of New York <laughs> towards her home. Yeah. That's not the start not of good. any romance. No, really. <laughs> yeah. No. But she, I don't know. I guess she thinks it's fine, but that was still good. at the stage where it's like, oh, guys being like extremely pushy right. and aggressive mm-hmm. is romantic. Like not taking no for an answer is romantic. Yeah. No, nope. no, thanks. Not good. <laughs> Actually pass. Yeah. Yeah. So she moves from New Jersey and everybody's like, oh, my God, <laughs> moving to New York. I can't believe this. You're leaving everything behind. And it's like, this is literally a train ride away. <laughs> it is. She it goes is. home like every weekend. She's doing her dad's laundry on the weekend. Oh, yeah, she, she is. is. She's like, you I'll be not home moved. every Sunday. No, <laughs> that's not moving. That's just a, a commuting. Like, I don't literally. <laughs> Kaya drives farther than that to get into the office. Or used exactly. to anyway. Like, come on. That's a great point. Yeah, that I found that point. very annoying as well. Like, they, I guess they wanted to include her dad, but like, you could have. Yeah, been who that. wouldn't? It's John Goodman. John, I know he's he great. John he's Goodman. great. But he's great. let's stop acting like he's moving halfway across the country, right? It's, yeah, <laughs> and you're never gonna see her again. It's Crazy. so true. It's so true. When they said that, I was like, "Wait, she's from Jersey and she's all, what?" But it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Um, I also rolled my eyes at just the early two thousand. I mean, this is probably still happens in some like kind of late night movies, but the trope of getting a girl in her underwear at any cost, which in this case is the, the plot. That's the cost. That's the movie. The like the random baseball. They're just like she's going through a montage of like this is her life now, and like one of them is like they're they have like a coyote ugly baseball team, and the one yeah, she's uh, like in a bra, right? The one Russian blonde girl uh just decides to take off her top and it's just like what what's weird to me too is that again in this oral history they talk about how this movie was meant to be marketed to preaching girls and it's (laughs) like what really are you sure and then the other like where's that weird scene she has with kevin where she they're like walking through like cardboard cutouts and like i was watching this last night at like 11 30 and then Kate texted a um, video of a Halsey concert where there was like flooding and then like oh someone God. kicks a squirrel. <laughs> and so I looked away. I looked away. To be fair, there was a lot going on there. <laughs> I looked away to watch that video. I'm like, what is going on? And then I look back at the movie and she was like in her underwear. And I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, what How does happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. It does have like, it's weird. It's hard to tell like who this is for because they do yeah. talk in the oral history. Like it's, and you can tell that like multiple people worked on the script and like they didn't yeah. quite know who it was for because like <laughs> yeah. there are these moments of like it's female empowerment point. and like fuck men and like we yeah. are exerting our power over them. Kind of like the um, hustlers vibes where it's like, you mm. know, we're in charge of yes. our sexuality and we're using it in ways that like exert our power. And it's like, Hell okay, yeah. great. Like that's fine. But then they're all just, there are also just like all these like very male gazy moments. And right. I'm like, I don't understand. Like what t-shirt contest at the bar? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. What? Or like her shadow and she's taking off her clothes. I'm like, this <laughs> right. is not for me. 
I don't, you know, so oh yeah, it's God. a weird, it's a little bit inconsistent. Um, yeah, when it definitely. Comes to the that. tone is yeah. kind of all over the place. Yeah, agreed. And not for preteen girls. I watched this movie right. too early. I think I watched it like a sleepover uh-huh. when I was like 12 or 13, which like oh, some people, God. I mean, listen, there are 13 year olds probably out there watching Euphoria now. So like times have changed, <laughs> but I was not point. allowed to watch stuff like this. And I remember watching it being like, whoa, like yeah. this, whoa, like this is an yeah. adult movie. So damn. Yeah, just not, not for the preteens. They whiffed on that one, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and then someone uh, I believe on Twitter people always do this they're like this movie is not cringe listen first of all <laughs> every movie has its cringe moments if you are Kate yeah. Hallowell uh, <laughs> you're gonna tell me that her sitting on her roof watching a guy break dancing in <laughs> the apartment next door and then like tuning her song to that while she's like literally has her piano on the roof. You're telling me that is a not cringe moment. <laughs> a ja- literally like a jam session with the guy Ooh. in the next apartment while he's break dancing. It's that so is, cringe. Also cringe. There's like a, there's first of all, her character in general is like pretty cringy. It is. Like it is. she's just the whole like, like I'm a singer, but I don't want to sing and I've stage fright. Yes. Like, yes. I don't make I noticed do that. Too. My I'm mom like, okay. had stage fright, and now I yeah, have stage it's fright genetic. because it's genetic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. And then also, there's a moment where, and this just killed me, uh, where there's like this big bar fight, and the police are there, and people are getting out of hand, and someone has grabbed like this blonde girl off the bar, and it's like, oh no, like the bar is gonna shut down. How do we stop this mob from destroying the place? And she literally saves the bar with song. <laughs> she the grabs a mic. Song. The power of song. She grabs a mic and starts singing. And the people <laughs> stop and listen and uh, okay. and start dancing instead of fighting. And it's like, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Get the fuck okay. out of here. Okay. Uh, so that is very cringe to me. And this funny. movie is definitely, definitely cringy. Choice right. in also, we've explained this millions regards. of times. I know. I'm like, tired of saying God. it. And we watch what we want to watch. Okay. Exactly. It's fine. God. It's fine. Um, all right. What has aged the best and the worst, Amelia? I would say it just depending on how you see it. it maybe it's most the, it is mostly like prescient, but um, there's a quote from the John Goodman dad character, and he's talking about, you know, like the perils of New York City. And he said, they say the handrails on the subway system could one day lead to an outbreak of plague. And I was like, you know what's going on right now? What's funny is I knew you were going to put this in here because you always (laughs) pick the... COVID-related COVID predictions. Remember in Cheetah Girls where Aqua opens the taxi door with like a tissue and you were like, that aged well. You do this. It's great. It's funny. Yeah. But literally that happened. And I was like, Amelia's going to put that in the island. It's so true. And, and last week with the um, Malin Ackerman tonguing Tom right, Cruise. in the bar. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. You're all over it. You're I all am, over yeah. it. And you're right. And you're you right. are. You are. What aged the worst to me is... Uh, as we said with the oral history, which is called, do we serve water in this bar? <laughs> They're like, hell no, H2O, which is what they do when anyone orders water at this bar in this movie. And they spray them with water. And yeah. their whole thing is like, we don't drink water in this bar. Listen, please hydrate. If you're out in the town and you are drinking so heavily true. or even lightly, you got to hydrate, man. Like it's just a glass of water in between drinks. Yep. You're going to be feeling a lot better. Yes. It's just, you got to do it. So, uh, it's a fun tagline, obviously in a fun scene, but please drink water. Thank you. And when age the best, I just thought they make a lot of jokes about John Goodman's character, like not being able to take care of himself and like being on a diet and all this stuff. And there's so many lean cuisine related jokes. (laughs) Yes. To me, were just like still really funny. Um, and 
I just was like, li- li- listen, Lean Cuisine humor was funny in 2000 and it's still funny in 2022. So then they still suck. So, still heads. Uh, <laughs> so funny. yeah, he, I thought that was just like a weird little note that they kept bringing back, but it worked for me. Age the worst, which I kind of already mentioned, but like her hauling her piano up to the roof of her apartment and then like singing little songs in her like little beanie is like literally a 2000s music video. Yes. yes. And she's like, stand, it's like a, she's standing with the keyboard, oh, you know, God, like jamming it. a little bit. Like <laughs> so it's much. like a little like dance going. Like it's not like she's like serenely playing the piano. It's like she's like got her no, Yamaha she's like on. Getting, she's like, yeah. Yeah. Like DJ energy a little bit. I was like, oh, no. no oh, no, my God. No. doesn't work. Um, yeah. And then finally, Age of the Worst, not a lot of strong careers coming out of this movie. A lot of these have fizzled out. Uh, this was not exactly a star making turn for any of these people, uh, including Piper. No. She was in that show, the star yeah. of the show. What was the show? Was she that? was like a spy show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Something. I don't remember what it's hmm. called. Me neither. Um, so I guess that kind of. That's like the only other thing I've seen her in. And I, yeah. and she's just like the girl from Coyote Ugly, you know, like, yeah, I guess no much. shade. I mean, I would say John Goodman has probably had that's the true. most. Yeah. And Melanie Linsky. Melanie Linsky is also. Yeah. Crushing yeah. it. But yeah, those two, like, they're the only ones who are probably actively <laughs> doing better than they were. I guess Tyra did her own thing, but we'll talk about her <laughs> later on. She's a mogul. Um, all right. Really quick. Let's do MVPs. Amelia. Um, I guess I'm going to give it to Piper Perabo because yeah. I think she is captivating in this. I think she does a great job of helming this film. And I think we need to give her more roles, honestly. So, yeah, I'm glad that we watched her in between, like watching Julianne Huff and like some other, you know. Yeah, I guess like famous art, like already sort of more famous, like music based people, because it really is like let an actor do it, you know, like mm-hmm. and figure yeah. out the music on yeah. the other end. Like it, she makes a strong case. Yeah. For that. And she also has great hair. I just wanted to say, like, wow. just incredible yes, she hair does. on that woman. Mm-hmm. I know. And I like the little braids she does. Yeah. yeah. Really fun. My MVP, I also agree that Piper is great. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Maria Bello, who plays Lil, mm-hmm. who owns the bar. She just has kind of like the perfect sort of like threatening, but also nurturing energy, kind of, where it's like, and also like there's always this woman, right? Like in burlesque, you know, if we do that next week, there's the share basically plays this role. We had Mary J. Blige and like Rock of Ages where it's kind of like the like she's seen some shit and like she has no patience for like this like, you know, upstart, like, you know, young girl who's innocent Mm -hmm. and knows nothing about the world. But then she like takes her under her wing anyway. Like it just kind of it's like a kind of a classic trope role. And I just think she's pretty good. So, yeah, I enjoyed her. Also, again, John Goodman. Love him. Yeah, he's really great in this. He's He's awesome. All right. Lightning round questions. Amelia, I believe you wrote all of these. So would you like to read them? Uh, sure. Um, I didn't write the last one, but yes. Uh, I wrote I said, the last one. It's Great. a good one. Um, pick a small town blonde making her way to the big city. Uh, so Piper or Julianne or Brittany? Yeah, I forgot about Crossroads. We can include Brittany Spears from Crossroads. I think Piper's the most believable so mm-hmm. far. Again, like the one who is just like an actual actor. Um, <laughs> So far, she's most believable, but I think I really liked Britney. Britney's take was just really fun. I got to give it to Britney. That movie holds a special place in my heart. That's true. Yeah, it's true. I agree. I I think Piper did fantastic. I think she's just a uh, just a good actress. And Mm -hmm. I will say Britney was awesome, too. She did kind of play just a version of herself, which is kind of easy. But but you know what? But it's iconic. 
But it is it iconic, is. yeah. And it you is. know what? Her whole entire life is iconic. So yeah, <laughs> you know, we stand. We have, and she's wear. getting married today, so we're going with her. That's uh, right. True. Don't you? <laughs> that's our wedding present to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you exactly. are welcome. You win over Piper Parable. Oh Big my day. gosh, that's funny. Um, best cameo. There are lots. Uh, I mentioned Melanie Linsky as having a great career, and she plays. Yes. It's <laughs> not her best acting. Um, no. but <laughs> she plays like her Jersey friend, basically. Yeah. Um, and love uh, that she does she's have a cute. really. It's just her accent cute. is like really just terrible. It's not working. It's just it's like so over the top. Jersey um, person, go yeah. yeah. But she um she's a really funny line where she's at her wedding and she's like, oh, like your husband's having a great time or whatever. She's like, yeah, I think he was the perfect choice for my first marriage. <laughs> yeah, like, she's funny. Love it. Yeah, yeah. she has her moments. Uh, Amelia, what's yours? Um, <laughs> I said, I, so randomly, there are like a lot of like brief like shots uh, during this one scene where they're auctioning off the Adam Garcia guy for the bar because she had she needed to replace something or and uh, Maria Bello's character was like, you have to pay $250. So she had to auction off uh, her little boyfriend. And randomly, one of the women bidding on him was Sweet D, Caitlin Olsen from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I was like, what? So that was exciting. For me. They in the oral history, she said that she was pissed because they kept flattening her hair down to make her look oh, like no. dumber and like more oh. matronly. Oh. And she was like, this is so dumb. But like my biggest complaint about being in this movie is that they kept flattening my hair down. And I was like, can it look better, please? But she's like, obviously supposed to be this like businesswoman, like obviously like horny businesswoman out on the town. Um, <laughs> and it's great. This is like a true cameo, too. Like, yeah, you know, it really is. Melanie Linsky like, has wait, like an who- actual role, but like they... This was great. Sweet D is literally just bidding on this man. Yeah. I count Tyra as a cameo because like... Yes. That's good. She's only literally only in like the first five minutes and they put her on the poster. Yes, they did. I forgot. I forgot that she was barely in this. I don't know what... So she replaces Tyra. Like Violet replaces Tyra and that's why she gets this job. And so Tyra's in the beginning and then she like shows up for 10 seconds later on. And yeah, she's like barely in this movie at all. I know. I know. Definitely not enough to be on the poster, but I guess like I get oh. it because you're like, well, it's Tyra Banks. Got to yeah. right. gotta, gotta gotta get gotta people get in, in the there. <laughs> I love that at that time that would do it. And honestly, like it would do it. It would do it now. Maybe. Always, you know, oh, what would yeah. be a good future cringe mode is uh, life size. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Some people have mentioned that one. That is a good one. Great That's movie. Good, great That's idea. List. Yeah, nice. Definitely. Um, okay, so another nugget I learned from the oral history is that Jessica Simpson was uh, originally or was auditioning for the role wow. of Piper for Piper's role. So I want to know Jessica Simpson or huh. Piper Parabo. I no shade to Jessica, but I'm picking Piper. I'm sorry. I think you're right. It would have been a different movie. I think I'm like, changing my mind. I wrote down Jessica, but now I'm I'm changing my mind. It would have been it just would have been different. You know, like yeah. it would have been more of like a, you know, crossroads, stars born, yeah, burlesque, sure. like can Jessica Simpson act? This is a movie about <laughs> Jessica Simpson. You know, like right. it, it just we would have been a different a thing. Jessica Simpson movie. Let's do it. We're just oh, checking yeah. off the blondes. Yeah. Uh, there you that's go. great. Going down um, the list. We'll never run out of content that way. <laughs> I think she could have been entertaining and good. I just think it would have been a different vibe. Um, but I did want to say that in the oral history also, it said that Christina Aguilera auditioned. Oh, But wow. I love that then Christina Aguilera, years later, was like, I want to do my own Coyote Ugly. And then Hell she went yeah. and did burlesque. Good for Cher, her. And like did a different 
take on it because it's quite similar. I like that. Um, I like that. So yeah, that was fun. Okay, I guess maybe cool. we'll watch that next week. But uh, yeah, she could. I guess we'll see what her take would have been like. It's different. <laughs> yeah, I, I, been, <laughs> For I sure. mean, you know what? Sure. It sure. kind of aligns with her dirty era a little bit. Mm. So I could have yeah. seen, you know, her yeah. in this role. Yeah, maybe. You know, and then finally, because I guess they've been talking about a sequel for a few years um, and obviously it hasn't been greenlit, but all the actors are like crossing their fingers. They're like, we have nothing else happening. They're like, I will be (laughs) there tomorrow. (laughs) Um, So I was wondering, what should the sequel be about? And this is what I said. I said it, it would be set 20 years later. Piper is a single mother after a surprise pregnancy derails her songwriting career. Meanwhile, Maria Bello, she's going to lose the Coyote Ugly Bar due to the pandemic and also it not being, you know, the year 2000. Mm -hmm. People have changed. So Piper and her teen daughter hear about the circumstances on Facebook and they decide they must go back to New York to help save Coyote Ugly. And then at the same time, they realize their own songwriting slash singing dreams are still very much alive. I would give it the green light. Thank you. hundred percent. I absolutely watch. I didn't even bother coming up with a sequel because I saw that and I was like, same. That's it. I was like, this is art and (laughs) this is it. And thank you. You I was thinking maybe even they could, it'd be like a twist where they change the coyote ugly bar into like a male review, you know, maybe just just like a gay bar. Yeah. Just like, yeah, totally. Yeah, I could feel be like fun. Sydney Sweeney could be good in this. Ooh, Ooh. that is a great fun. casting. As the daughter. Oh Very my fun. god, I love that. Yeah, totally. That would be a popular movie for many reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. would be <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah, I would watch. I would absolutely watch this. Uh, I love it. I love it. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah fun time. Really fun. One. Really fun. We'll revisit our uh, small town girl with big town dreams in minimal clothing agenda <laughs> next week <laughs> with something maybe burlesque. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Um, all right. Finally, let's end up with some, uh, just a very weird unanswerable questions <laughs> category. We have two. They're both just super weird. Uh, this is a pop culture podcast. This is. But yeah, you know, it's a, it's a roll of the dice when we get down it's to here. True. Uh, it's true. Yes, it is. Please um, start okay, us off. So, yes, this is um, uh, wildlife news. Yes. And uh, there is a t- uh, lion living in China and in a zoo in China. And the internet or at least TMZ is going insane because this lion, I will post a photo, but it's like a regular looking lion, except for the fact that he's got like bangs. He's got like the Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber kind of bangs going on. But also he has like the rest of his hair. So it's like kind of more of a mullet. But this Uh lion has these like, like straight across (laughs) bangs. And everyone is like, what the hell? Why would you cut this lion's hair? Why are you doing this? And the zoo is like, it's not our fault. It's high humidity. That's why he looks crazy. So I was wondering, is it, are this lion's, is this lion's bangs, are they nature or nurture? Or do you believe the zoo when they say it's high humidity or did they cut it? I'm looking at other lion pictures right now as a, <laughs> yeah. as a comparison. And I do think there's a degree of frizz that you can definitely attribute to humidity. Totally. But the cut of the it line is, is too very straight. straight. The it's line too is too straight. straight. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I think that maybe they cut it to get it out of his face because yeah, sure. it was frizzing so much or something. Yeah. yeah. But then totally. they didn't give him any layers. And so oh, also I'm looking at these other lion pictures and the frizz is going straight up. There's no like blending happening here. Right. There's yeah. no texture at all. It's all just, <laughs> no, it's none. like a bowl cut. 
It is and a pull cut. Yeah. It is simply not found in nature. There's just no way. <laughs> I, poor lion. They thought they were helping him, but yeah. well, maybe they were. I don't know. All of these other lions, the hair like goes back. You know, like Mean Girls, like your hair looks sexy pushed back. All their <laughs> hair is like naturally pushed back. And I don't understand why this mane would not also be frizzing in an upwards direction. Yeah. yeah. It had not yeah. somehow been... It must be just very long. There's absolutely styling happening here. Like there's human intervention uh, that has happened here. And totally. someone needs to answer for it because he looks so dumb. <laughs> I know. It's really so uh, a great unanswerable question, though. I guess we'll. <laughs> Thank you. Someone needs to own it. They need him to like release a statement uh, and own up to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, and another our final sort of curse topic. This is, oh. I guess, food news to a degree. We love mm. a TikTok food trend. Mm-hmm. We love a weird oh, yeah. food. Uh, we had like the fruit story. salad, the like. Fruit yeah. with ice oh thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new TikTok food trend uh, that people are skeptical of on Twitter, to say the least, is this woman uh, posted a TikTok and said that her Pilates instructor told her that if you add balsamic vinegar to LaCroix or any other kind of seltzer, it tastes just like a Coke and it's really good. And no. people were like, there's literally no way. <laughs> immediately no. Immediately no. I've heard what I need to hear and immediately no. <laughs> And so I, I was like, I have balsamic vinegar and I have LaCroix. I well, okay, you have balsamic vinegar glaze. Glaze. It's a glaze. What I have to tell it's you, it was glaze. tough to mix. It was tough to mix. But I did it. So I tried it this morning. Uh, I just eyeballed it. Honestly, I might have put too much glaze in there. Here's the thing. First of all, as a drink by itself, not that bad. And like almost, wow. almost enjoyable. It tastes like something that I could not quite place, but it like has kind of like a sweetness. What, what flavor LaCroix did you use? I had key lime. That was the only one I had. Um, I feel like which that's a good flavor for it. It is a good flavor. It's like a little bit sweeter than some of the other ones. Mm. Um, but you can really taste it anyway. It's, you can just taste the balsamic, really. Yeah. As a drink on its own, like if someone was like, try adding balsamic vinegar to LaCroix for you know, a funky flavor, pair it with a salad. I don't know. I'd be like, okay, like I buy that. The thing I don't Mm -hmm. like, and this bugs me about all of the healthy eating trends. It doesn't taste like a Coke. You know, it doesn't taste like a Coke. Don't tell people that it tastes like a Coke because you're setting totally unrealistic expectations and like false equivalent. Like what I hate about all these healthy food (laughs) trends is like the false equivalencies with normal food and like unhealthy food. It's like also they had that trend where they were putting like peanut butter and chocolate on rice cakes and freezing them, which like right. on its own, yum, sounds Great. good. But they were like, it's just like a Snickers. And no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Don't lie. It's don't not lie. at all. It's not Lies. all the same. And it's like, this is why people don't want to eat these things. Like you can have, and like, it also you know what like I, you know what I saw like, on TikTok that, just, this week that just like really disturbed me to my core that I'm just now thinking about. <laughs> Someone used a can of a can of chicken to make a pizza crust and they're what? like this is such a great alternative to pizza crust it's no, so it's with protein and it's gluten free just and oh my god <laughs> this is what kills i'm like and this honestly like goes back to the lean cuisines like the worst lean cuisines are the ones that try to taste like real food right, like, right. exactly create something different you know like right you can eat healthy and enjoy it and be good like i love a good salad like mm-hmm. but i would never be like this this yeah, salad like, this tastes like pizza right or these this rice cake is just like a snickers like just have a snickers if you want a snickers and then eat a salad like you can it's all about balance you can have the things you want to have we don't have to pretend like balsamic vinegar in Lacroix tastes like a coke like you just don't you don't have to do that you don't have to if you You enjoy the drink great but like don't lie to people (laughs) 
you know, and like, they're out here lying. They're to lying. Us. Yeah, uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah, just crazy, wasted crazy. a perfectly good Lucroy. I, I wasted <laughs> honestly like a lot of balsamic glaze. Like I need to go get more now because <laughs> I eat it on my salads. And I was like, oh no, that squirt was way too heavy. Um, <laughs> oh god! But, Actually, you know what? You send a picture, and it. I was like, wow, she put a lot in because it was like <laughs> dark. It, it looked like a coke for dark. real. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, I just really went for it. Um, but you know, I wanted to be, if I'm going to try it, let's try oh, it. Totally. Uh, totally. Again, yeah. like it wasn't that bad as its sure. own thing. Right. Sure. But sure. it's not a Coke. So but you're not doing it again. Right. I, I did not finish it. I took several See, sips. It was okay. very like kombucha girl where I was like, sip. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> sip. Mm, maybe. Mm, I don't know. You know, I was a lot of like back and forth, uh, oh, before God. I texted you all my takeaways. So yeah, that's, I guess that's just the answerable question is it's fine. <laughs> it's it bad. doesn't taste don't. like a Coke. And stop lying to people on the internet. Yeah. So that's a, yeah. you Pilates <laughs> takeaway for today. Of course, it was a Pilates instructor. Um, <laughs> all right. That's it for tea time uh, this week. We miss you, Liz. Kaya, thank you so much for filling in as hosts. My pleasure. Always. Amazing stuff. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Kaya McMullen. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.